Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's Haunted Playground right here on the live Paranormal Radio Network and iHeartRadio.com, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher. Podbean, Podomatic, Blog Talk Radio, uh, iVox. I know there are more that I'm missing. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host in Los Angeles and beyond. I'm a creative and performing artist. And I come to you live from my home in Southern California. Every 3 o'clock p.m., I'm here. Um, This show is about everything that lives beyond the realm of the paranormal, um, of the three dimensions. Whether you want to know about God, life after death, or you think maybe there's a Loch Ness Monster in your above-ground swimming pool, it all belongs here on Haunted Playground. Anything outside of the Earth's plane, that's what we discuss every time. If you're looking for me, I'm at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com. If you're looking for the show, we're at hauntedplayground.com. If you're looking for the network, we're at liveparanormal.com. And uh, we're here every Wednesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Each week on the show, I gather folks that I believe are the brightest and most beautiful minds and hearts and souls in the spiritual and paranormal communities. And we talk about it all, everything that lies beyond the veil, whether it's ufology, cryptozoology, um, psychic mediumship, life after death, it all belongs right here. Um, My guest today is making her debut on any of my shows, which I think is wonderful and is always a feat with as long as I've been around. She is a spiritual practitioner in her own right. Uh, She is a radio video host on many platforms. Um, She is just everything that you can imagine from spirituality, she is here. I mean, if I read your bio, I'm going to let her tell you about herself, you would die. I'm, I'm, my mind is tripping on all of it. Please welcome to the show, for the very first time, the wonderful Glenda Dawson is here. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hi. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. How's everything? I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> So uh, I'm Glenda Dawson, like you said, and um, a little bit of everything and a lot of nothing. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Um, I am a matriarch of many generations of gifted women. They were mediums and psychics and shamans and oracles and just a, a plethora of different gifts and different modalities. Um, I'm also the um, founder uh, of the Spiritual Center Glenda's Magical Creations in Stroudsburg, PA. Um, Amazing. I am, the, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, I am the emissary and ambassador for um, Galactic Alliance, 
which uh, was formerly Wish Alliance, which is about anything that's galactic, whether you're walk-ins or indigos or star seeds or hybrids, basically anything um, that isn't the normal, you know, so we have a safe place for people to get their information and and realize that there are others out there that are hybrids or they're star seeds or they feel like they don't belong here. So um, pretty much, you know, um, I'm a grandmaster in Reiki uh, from uh, Sui to um, Wiccan to Reiki to magical dragon Reiki, um, many different modalities. And um, basically it's a Sui is like going to your general practitioner and then all the other Modalities are more like the specialists. Uh, you know, Wiccan takes care of uh, the pagan uh, community who doesn't really fall into the other modalities. Uh, I have, I teach little children, so I'm a grandmaster in the little miracles of the right-hand path. Um, I'm a little bit of, you know, I, I've been studying all my life, and I have been very blessed to just have had a mother who allowed me to be open about all my gifts, at least to her. <laughs> well, and, and was she kind of gifted as well? Yes, she was. Uh, she actually would get her messages in her dreams, um, which is really interesting because that's, she's the, the one that taught me to write all my dreams because I never knew. Um, actually, one time she manifested, and um, they needed a car. And that night, she asked them, hey, guys, I need help here. They gave her the lottery numbers. Two days later, they had wow. exactly what they needed for the car. So, wow. you know, yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's incredible. Um, and I was always amazed. And then she kept saying, but you have it. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Uh, what do you mean? Doesn't everybody see dead people? Doesn't everybody see angels? Doesn't anybody, everybody see stuff? And she's like, no, that is why I tell you. I've always asked you to come to me and talk to me about it. Oh, okay. There you go. It, you know, right. I've been speaking to them since I was before the age of two. And um, I, I remember very vividly all of my conversations. Um, actually, right before the age of two, a day before, I wasn't able to walk because of um, I was born in a certain way that I was missing certain uh, key bones to walk. And um, they told me the day before my second birthday, come on, you can walk. And I'm like, no, no, no. And they actually pulled me off my little rocking chair, and they made me walk. And uh, they said, you got a lot to do. You can't do this this, this lifetime. you got to keep walking. you wow. got to keep going. So I've been very blessed, very blessed. Um, so, you know, and I just, I keep expanding because I'm, I'm a great believer of the more tools you have in your box, in your toolbox, the better opportunity you have to help others heal. 
in whatever agree. capacity it is. So, um, 100%. Yeah. And don't you think um, it's um, so, uh, a service, Glenda, right? I mean, we come here with that service. Mm-hmm. We bring that to the world. And we are here not only for our own life lessons and to overcome our own obstacles and challenges spiritually and get on our own path, but we're also here to help others do the same. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. Um, It's like the person who just knows an instrument, a musical instrument, just out of nowhere. Right. They came here to do that, to heal others with music. And if they yes. kept it quiet to themselves and they never shared it, it's a wasted gift. So yes. I, I believe, I, I, yeah. I agree. So for you, how did it all start? I mean, what what gift did you recognize first? Um, how did you start working in the spiritual world? I mean, even if it was just being as a practitioner, as a child, or what kind of because I think the more it's like a muscle, right? The more you use it, the more stuff comes. The more you use your gifts, oh, the more yes. gifts come. So what was the beginning stuff for you? Well, the beginning stuff was uh communicate with the dead and communicate with archangels. I was able okay. to see them in their full you know, because they used to come in full costume for me. Because we we know that archangels don't look like they they're pictured or they're shown, but they appear that way to those who are not able to handle the real look, their real physiology. And um, yes, so I right, so they 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 would appear to me as you know really cutie in their outfits, and I was like, oh, you know, it's like Halloween, a costume party. Um, and they would talk to me, and they um, also kept me from forgetting I had from the beginning. They always told me that I came in this lifetime I wasn't supposed to. So with that, I came with full memory of everything. And um, they, there's, there's even stuff that I have not shared, and I'm doing it now. Oh, Lord. Um but certain healing modalities that have never been practiced on earth, I have that. I came with that knowledge because I, I uh, kind of pushed somebody out, out of the line <laughs> to come back because I wanted to make sure there were certain people um, that were coming in this lifetime, and I wanted to make sure I was there to help them. And, oh, wow. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm that crazy Gemini, and then you um, rushed. Back. I rushed back. Yes, the really aggressive lady the day after Christmas sale. You're like, no, I'm having, <laughs> I'm getting the happy. You know what the funny thing is? I don't have to do. I don't have to be that crazy lady. I should say I'm going in here, and I'm going to get it, and everybody's going to be out of my way, and I'm going to find it at what. Whatever price I believe it's worth, I go in there, I get it, I come out, and then you see all the crowds. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Because I hate crowds. I don't like crowds. So we make a deal. I I need something. You guys make it possible so I could go in there, get my stuff, and get out. 
So, yeah, I, I yeah. It was, though. I mean, I think I was probably right around forty when mm-hmm. spirit finally got through my thick Aries head that it wasn't about <laughs> throwing myself door till it opened. It was about just right. waiting and standing there until spirit opened the door. And boy, did that Thank make you. a change in how I live every day of my life. And it just makes it lighter. Um, yeah. You don't have to feel so heavy. You know, I once, once, because even those that know what to do, every once in a while we all forget. I mean, let's face it, we're, we're in a human, me too. In a human body, so every once in a while we're going to regress a little bit and sure. forget how to do things and all that. And then when you realize, oh, why didn't I do it that way? Oh, because there was a lesson there. But uh, once you go back to the the way you just have patience and have faith in whatever you believe, have faith. And let things just work themselves out. It is so much lighter. You will feel so much happier. You don't have to carry the extra weight of the world, so to speak, on your shoulders. Um, yeah. And and we all go through it. We all go through it. So. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then of course I, the age of. Two, two, two days, a day after my second birthday, I spoke to the archangels and I said, well, you guys did me a real good miracle here, real good favor. Um, what do you need me to do for you guys? Now, this is the age of two. I mean, what did the kid at age of two know? But my mother said that she heard me talking into the air because she knew I, had, I was seeing things. And I said, okay, what do you guys need me to do? Um, you know, as long as it's for greatest good, what do you guys need me to do? And I have been doing whatever they assign me to do, sort of. Um, you know, it, wow. it includes it includes sometimes waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning and having them tap on your shoulder and say, okay, get dressed, you got to go, and meet up with somebody because they're thinking of committing suicide. And I want you to just to try to talk to them and see if they just want to be heard. So I would get yeah. up, go to the Dunkin' Donuts or whatever they direct me to go, and there's somebody. And I would just chit-chat. And I've learned through the years that that has created a wave of positive energy because that, you know, even people who I, who come to me later on, and say, you know, you saved my life. And I'm like, I didn't save your life. You saved your life. I just gave you the opportunity to think about it. Because, you know, we we take care of our lives away. we got to come back and do this all over again. And I, I don't know about anybody else, but I, that's okay. Um, I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I could not repeat this. So, um, yeah. but I'm, I'm yeah. 100%. I, I, I and I think I you know I tell people that like want to get into it because you know I'm sure with you too right little budding psychic mediums that want to do this with their lives not just have their gifts right. but be a full time spiritual mm-hmm. practitioner I always say it's like being in the army reserve 
at any moment you can get called into duty and then you're in active yeah. duty. But you kind of live yep. life every day not knowing when you're going to be called. And there is no, exactly. I left my phone a week or I just decided I didn't want to deal with this. No, when, when you know, I always say, when I do my spiritual sermons, I always say, when when God speaks, the answer is yes, and the reason is because. So when you right. get that call, you've got to help somebody now, and it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and you're exhausted, but the client's mm-hmm. calling, and they're in crisis, guess what? You've got to find a way to yep. wake up a little bit, take that. Yep. And so it's not for everyone. It's not for somebody who doesn't mm-hmm. want to be all in, you know? No. Now, you, you have to, when you make that commitment, you got to know that you're basically putting everything else aside when that call comes in. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah. when, when I've had my young kids, my kids, they, they were young, I would call my mother and I would say, okay, mom, they're, they're calling me, and she would come over, and thankfully she lived across the street from me. And she would come over and stay with the kids. But I would be like, um, duty calls, Mom. And, you know, she would be like, I'll be right there. And it, you just got to go. And, you know, three, 4 o'clock in the morning, you come back and you're like, oh, my God, I need sleep. I really need sleep. And, you know, of course, you're wide awake at that point. And, and you're like, okay, so much for tonight's sleep session we'll just pick it up another day <laughs> so but yeah and also you have to when yeah. they call you they could call you to move to a completely new place they they could and and they'll facilitate everything because i grew up in yeah. new jersey and I was living in Wayne, New Jersey for many years, and I kept hearing, you're going to get it, you got to move, you got to move. And I'm like, the kids are still in high school. Let them finish high school. You got to move, you got to move. Well, one time I said, okay, guys, you know, I really can't do this right now. Two more years, two more years. Well, they caused the hurricane, so I was forced to move. And the funny thing is within a week I had a house. And the mortgage came in three days later. And I was moving into that house two weeks after the hurricane. So wow. when they, yeah, when they want you to do something, they will facilitate the whatever it is that you need to get there and do whatever it needs to be done. And yes. I understand now because I needed to open the center and I needed to to help facilitate healing and heal others and and do my classes and, and, and run whatever I need to run. So, yeah. And where where are you based now? Uh, Stroudsburg, PA. Oh, okay. Oh, so you moved from, from yeah. Jersey to Pennsylvania? Yep. Yep, okay. that's where... And they kept showing me the house that I needed to buy, too. And I was like... Okay, that's bigger than I need. No, you're going to need this. That's really bigger than I need. And um, what happened was then I, now my youngest son and his fiance, once they get married, they're going to move to the second floor, and, and that's like a whole house upstairs. They have the second floor in the attic, yeah. full of, uh, of everything upstairs. Yeah. 
So they they could see. Yeah, they they could definitely see more than we can, right? (laughs) Well, and and yes, exactly. Everything just works out. You know, when I, um, my cat was 18 when she passed last year, and I said, you know what, no more cats. She, she never mm-hmm. left the house. She didn't like anybody but right. me. She's a Scorpio, and they like one people, people. Um, I said, you know, I'm going to be teaching. I'm going to be traveling. I hate leaving her. And then this little baby came into my life, three days old, uh, literally has not stopped hugging me for the last two years. So there was no way he wasn't mine. And I was, <laughs> thought, well, what am I going to do when COVID ends, right? Or whatever that means right. when COVID ends. ends <laughs> when COVID ends. Um, I'm going to start teaching out of state again, and what am I going to do? Right. And lo and behold, little dude is a magic traveler. Like, he'll get in the car. He goes to sleep. I just took him on his first trip. He was okay in the motel room. Like, he'll just, if he, if he's with me, he's fine. So spirit mm-hmm. works it out, right? Works out a way for me to yep. have this beautiful animal child and also be able to do my work and for him to just fit into my work. If you if you mm-hmm. just stop trying to throw yourself, Glenda, right against that closed door, because we're yep. so busy trying to knock that door that there are all these wonderful doors around us that are open, and we never go through any of them. Mhm, mhm. So very true. So very true. And you know, they knew oh. that you needed that unconditional love that an animal gives you. And this little boy, I you know, magic. It, and and he's so helpful, in my, like people love him. He he's a healer, and he helps to heal yeah. people. So he was needed at work too. There you go, there you go. Yes, I um I have right now four cats and two dogs. But at one time we had a lot more than that. Uh, one time we had four dogs and seven cats. And somehow wow. you know each one of them came in. At the right moment, um, the there are two that that were siblings. One passed away, but uh, the other boy, his name is Chowder, and we actually had to bottle feed them because their eyes were not even open. And the, wow. the mother just left the you know all the kittens there, and those are the two that we were able to rescue that had not um, you know had not suffered so much damage that they couldn't survive. And um, yeah. one yeah. of them just passed away about two years ago. But oh, that was, hard. you know, 15 mm-hmm. years. Yeah, 15 years old. You know, you, it's with all the, the stuff that they went through in, in those first few days of their lives, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I was very blessed to have her as long as I did. Um, yeah. And we still yeah, have the other one. I always tell them the first three days were awful, and then it got really great after that. <laughs> His first three <laughs> days, he was born, orphaned in an alley, picked up by the animal catcher, taken to a kill shelter, almost euthanized, and then the next day he met me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go. <laughs> And then after that, everything got great. So I'm still trying to make up the first three days for him. But you there know what? You I think when you're a spiritual practitioner, animals help us with our work, right? We almost mm-hmm. need to have them around. 
And I really believe that he came here, as I believe my last cat, Molly, did. I believe that Colin mm-hmm. came here to help my work because he's just mm-hmm. naturally a little, I call him like a, the, you know, the, I called Molly the psychic oracle cat because she would talk during my readings with clients. And then it got to the point where people would say, well, wait a minute, are you sure I should do that? Because I haven't heard from Molly yet. I was like, oh, Molly's asleep. But this little guy, um, he's like, he's a healer. He's like a little wizard. I mean, he just heals people. And every time I do one of my live psychic videos, he comes and crawls, literally crawls up in my arms and just hugs mm-hmm. me. And people are like, oh, I love And, you know, so I think that they say every witch needs a cat. I, I think there's yeah. some truth to that. Mhm. Well, I um, I actually attuned all all of my animals to Reiki, so they are Reiki oh. practitioners and masters. Yes, give them the same the same. I mean, they may not understand me when I talk all about what happened and all that, but they I get, I train them and they and I uh, attune them to that frequency, and so. You know, they become Reiki masters themselves. And all animals yeah. can, yeah, because they're natural healers. So then to add to that natural healing ability, add the actual frequency of Reiki, it's, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's really, really powerful. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's so wonderful. Um, so tell me about your galactic work, because I think that's something that we're starting to use. We're starting to hear that word in our community more and more, and I'm fascinated to to talk to people that 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 use that term in in how they connect. So for you, um, mm-hmm. how do you connect to your galactic family, and how does that manifest itself in your spiritual practice? Well, um, I have connected with my galactic family for at least 30 years now. Uh, They started first coming in my dreams and uh, taking me to wherever. And then they started coming when I was awake and um, showing me and and telling me how to do things and and giving me healing. I actually remember one time being in a, what I call a hospital spaceship and I was oh. uh, the person on the stretcher, so to speak, <laughs> the best I could explain it. And there sure, were sure. a lot of galactic beings healing me there um, because, I, I mean, I suffer from or I've been diagnosed with lupus, fibro, um, a whole bunch of other stuff. I've had cancer four times now. Um, and um, many times. I don't even have to do surgery. This last one I did because that wasn't um, organic. That was uh, somebody who got through my protection and and put the seed in my breast, so to speak. Let's talk Um, talk about that. The whole thought, because that's our next talk. But keep going. uh, All right. So um, and then they they also teach me that. my galactic family teaches me that not all of them are um, sort of like bad, like a lot of people have bad experiences. And they also tell me that we as Earth humans, we could say to them, no, I, I don't want you to touch me. 
I don't want you to do this. And they will respect that. Uh, You're violating me, and I don't feel comfortable. And I have been very blessed that each and every single one of my experiences with them have been positive. Um, I have I seen them in, in the sky. Um, actually, a few of our, our mutual friends that uh, go um, and watch them and have written books. I have been with them actually a couple of times when they've seen them, and I have witnessed them also. So they they come in the spaceship. I see them, all different types. Uh, you know, all different races. Uh, some are blue. Some are green. Some are. Mm, Green, but not so green, and some are grays, different types of grays. And to, but to me, I, like I said, I've been very blessed. Um, and my children also have seen them, but we have been extremely blessed that we don't. I guess we're we're lucky we don't get the the bad ones. And um, even to tie that into like the chaotic beings that exist on Earth and in other dimensions. I have been very blessed that I could just talk to them and say, okay, you know, uh, I, I'm not about this. Uh, let's, let's, what, what is happening in your, in your realm right now that you have to be so angry and take things, you know, to a different level of uh, chaos or, or negativity? And uh, that has helped me in many ways where I have even met up with um, – beings that look very scary and I would be like um okay we could be friends right <laughs> and um so I've been I I've been very lucky very lucky um I I've witnessed a lot of beings from a lot of different dimensions some very chaotic beings and um that's one of the things that has helped me in my job when I say I'm a paranormal remediator is because I go into places and with my calmness and my ability and my healing energy, they could feel that I'm not there to harm them or to disrespect them. And then we could come up with some kind of agreement. Um, I've had many families call me because their, their house is really chaotic and I go in there and, and, and come up with, okay, they want you to respect the land or they want you guys to share more family moments or whatever the case may be on either side. And we come up with an actual agreement. And as long as the, the humans can uh, comply, the other side complies, whether it's galactic or guardians or whatever else it could be. And I, I don't know, I just, and right now, you know, I am an ambassador and an emissary at the uh, Galactic Alliance. Well, Galactic Alliance was uh, founded um, by Sheila Seppi, who is um, uh, a walk-in. And uh, she decided to start this organization to, to have everyone in there. So people could find a home uh, that they don't have to feel like they're crazy because, you know, many times people say, oh, I saw a spaceship and everybody's like, oh, you're crazy. Or I saw a, and what they call an alien and, oh, no, you're crazy. 
So that's that. And now also the galactic um, shamanism and the galactic healing that I do, is it was taught by them to me. So I could combine everything, uh, all of my healing tools to a new level. I have also helped heal galactic beings as they have helped heal me. So it's like a, a mutual respect. And if I think if more people would look at it that way, it would be a little less um, negative and a lot more positive, their experiences. So um, um, we all work with the galactic if we really pay attention. They're there around us. They're all over the place. They're in the sky. They're here. Um, there's hybrids all around us. And uh, if you pay attention, you, you could really just realize it. So I'm having trouble hearing. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can now. Oh, there you are. I don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah, I am. It's all well and good till you start talking about walk-ins, and then everything gets I shut know. down. So I was asking I you to explain. <laughs> I was asking you <laughs> to explain to my listeners uh, what a walk-in is because some of them might not know. Okay. A walk-in is when the original soul um, just cannot cannot handle what she signed, he or she signed up for. And that soul uh, makes an agreement even sometimes before they come down because there are harsh lessons to learn, uh, hard life to right. live. And they'll sign up for it. They'll say, okay, let's go do it. But let me have a backup just in case. And right. sure. um, maybe they're not ready for it. May, you know, maybe their soul right. hasn't evolved enough to, to be there. So they exchange. The other soul comes in. That one goes out. It's usually um, integrated for a little bit. And then that okay. other, the old soul, the original soul just goes. There can be an integration, complete integration, where the person has both souls together uh, at the same time for at least a, a certain amount of time. But usually one soul comes in, the other one leaves, and it usually happens with something tragic, like a, a, a bad accident or uh, somewhere where you had a, a moment where you passed away, um, something where... The, the souls can actually then exchange 
you know, go in and go out. Um, but uh, and then you, you're going to find out that uh, usually the life that that old soul was uh, going through is doesn't look, uh, serve the new soul any longer, and they change it. Usually, they get out of any um, abusive relationships. They change jobs. They they just heal themselves if they had any physical ailments. So, it, you know, it, they create a different life at that moment for themselves, mm-hmm. uh, for the actual meat soup, I should say. So, right. you know, and it, it, yeah, and it's usually uh, a, something that is in agreement before the original soul comes down anyway, just in case. You know, because it's um, sometimes they put themselves in very, very chaotic situations, and not everybody yeah. can handle it. Not not every soul can handle it. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's that's basically it. Now, you can know, it ever go the opposite? Do, do you think there could ever be a situation where a walk-in doesn't fix everything? Yes, there has been. Um, I know of at least two. Pe- I know personally two people who have had four different walk-ins. Oh because wow! Because the the first walk-in um, just didn't wasn't strong enough. wasn't strong enough to pick herself up, to lead the relationship, to go get you know do whatever she needed to do. So that one left and. The other one came in, and it ended up being, you know, one interim just to get some time to relax the body, to to help the meat to just settle down. And then the last walk-in comes in, and that's the one who says, oh, no, mm-mm. you know, that's not going to work. We're, we're going to change all this. Uh, the idea is to learn our lesson, but the, this is way too much. Uh, too much abuse, too much headache, too much of everything. So, um, yeah. and that's the one that fixed it. So, yeah, there, there could be multiples. And, and then there could be multiples inside of you at the same time just to right. uh, integrate all the memories and integrate everything and heal all of the traumas before that older one leaves or, um, you know, whatever it, it needs to do. A and, lot um, for people I, to wrap. I know, <laughs> but I bet you there's people out there who are saying, "Huh, no wonder I don't really remember from the age of, you know, up to the age of fifteen or up to the age of twenty. Hmm? I remember little glimpses here and there, but I don't really remember stuff. And then my parents, I could even see it in my pictures." I completely changed. I wore different clothing, and I all of a sudden I wore my hair differently, and so on, so on. So, um, you know, if you really look at it, you can probably find people who are starting to say, "Uh huh, that's what it is." A possibility. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. My mom used to always say my father was a walk-in after he had a major heart attack. Mm. Did, did he change completely? 
said he was a completely different person after that heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you and go. There you go. Wouldn't live past a year. And he was 39, and he lived to be 70, 87 almost. Wow. And wow. he, and he was a complete person. You know what I mean? Whatever came in mm-hmm. was not great. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if, if you got to watch who walks in, right? You never know who you're Right, gonna exactly. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and, you know. And, and sometimes, um, sometimes we have to uh, make sure we do the uh, the agreement with somebody correct, not not somebody who's going to destroy instead of uh, uplift. Absolutely. So, so with you, um, uh, with your practice, what is what are you mostly? What are people mostly in need of now, as far as guidance and healing? Well, I've been. Um, seeing that there's a lot of requests for not just readings, but not just card readings, more mediumship readings, because they want to speak to their loved ones. And I've also seen that a lot of people need to uh, heal that self-love, their self, in a way that they start loving themselves again. Uh, So those are the two that I have seen the most. Um, Also, another one is people just feel disempowered and um, so you know it's getting their empowerment back and realizing that they're worth whatever they got to do to to be themselves they feel like they cannot control anything and let's face it we can't control anything but you can manage your life to make the life that you you prefer right and um I've seen a lot of that. I've seen um, um, people who, you know, they, they don't even know how to meditate, and I, I've, I've had to show them how to stay still, how to just stay still and listen, listen to nothingness. And I feel that that is one of the things that uh, people are, don't know how to do anymore because they're running all the time. And yeah. they just got to take a moment to catch up. I agree. But, yeah. 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 And to connect to your inner core, right? I always say that there, there are four major relationships you have with yourself, right? There's your connection to you, your connection mm-hmm. to spirit, your connection to earth, and your connection to others. And that, mm-hmm. the way I just listed is the most important order. But most people reverse yeah. it, right? What everybody else thinks yeah. about them is the most important thing. What the world thinks of them, then it's, oh, is God mad at me? And then the last thing that always kind of goes unnurtured is the connection to self. And you're never exactly. going to learn to love yourself, become connected to yourself. Um, exactly. And I think that's important. I do a lot of that work, too. But I think also yeah. a lot of relationships, not just primary romantic relationships, but friendships, family relationships, sibling relationships, People just, I think, feel very disconnected from everyone right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and yes, it, it has to do with, a lot of it has to do with, you know, the lockdown and all we have been suffering the last few years. But also, we've gotten too comfortable with not making the effort to go out and meet our family. 
We've gotten too comfortable yes. with not sharing time with others because it's very easy to just stay in your cave and not have to share of yourself, not be vulnerable to have others really see who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's like we've lost our people skills. And mm-hmm. um, it's hard in that because dealing with people, it's a muscle, right? You build that muscle up. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and the more people. you do it, the, the easier it will get and the more you, you the better you will feel about yourself. Yes. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. I think that's so true. So, so tell me about your different shows that you do, because I'm always wanting to turn people on to um, other people's shows on this program. Sure. I have a, um, a channel, uh, Glenda's Magical Creations, and we do one podcast is the Paranormal Dolls. Um, and it's all paranormal, of course. Uh, that's uh, my co-host is Sarah Garcia, whose nickname is Moon Girl. And then I have Glenda's Dragons Den, and that's with uh, Larry LD. And we basically that is a show that I started a long time ago, where it's just anything and everything from uh, dragons to frogs, to uh, galactic, to paranormal, whatever it is, we want to show people different lifestyles, different abilities, different ways of looking at things. So we have a plethora of different um, guests uh, tell us about themselves and how they got where they are at. Um, And then I have some classes where I just, you know, basically I... Uh, you know, give yourself permission to, you know, give yourself permission to heal, that kind of thing. Um, And then we also have Three Witches and a What, which is three women, um, Mary Nunes and Mariana Lea and myself, and we just speak among ourselves depending on the subject. We just come up with a subject and we just talk about it to let people, our audience, see even though we're kind of different, we're the same, and it basically all comes down to love. We all have the oh, same I love things. that. So yeah, basically I love that. that. Yeah. And then um, I'm streaming, like, uh, Reiki sessions every Monday night. That's, uh, I'm, I, I started a Reiki clinic a long time ago in 2016, and I decided to now carry it into into the net and just, For anybody that needs it, you know, there's no fee. If somebody gives me a donation, great. But if not, I do this for humanity, basically. So I believe that anybody who deserves, who a lot of people don't have the money and they really need it, and why not? I'm paying it forward. And then I'm also doing uh, meditation sessions on Friday nights where they could tune in on Facebook again or YouTube or Twitch even, and um, and then I do a, a meditation session there just to relax, to let go of the whole week energy, you know, just to start your weekend, yeah. even if it's not your weekend. Fridays, is, it, it's, you know, an ending and a beginning type of day. So, um, and 
I just do it to to help humanity, really. And um, I love that. I had some, yeah, it's, and like I even all my classes, if um, if somebody comes to me, I I have a scholarship program. If somebody comes to me and explains to me their situation, we could work things out. Um, you know, um, we can somehow, some way. And, you know, my needs are always met. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somehow, it, it's always good. It always comes back to me. So, um, you know, I had the people here who uh, for classes, they'll they'll come and they'll just um, share my stuff all over the place, whatever I post. Good. There you go. That that's one way of I don't have to pay for advertising. You're doing it for me. So right. I, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm really good when it comes to all that stuff. And I like yeah. to use all my different tools. I mean, you you do that too. I've seen you. Yeah, and, and I mean you have you're to reading. give that. Yeah, you have to give that because um, I feel so fortunate to have such a wonderful, thriving practice, and you mm-hmm. have to keep giving back. That's part of it. You just give exactly. and give and give, and then all are met. But uh, yes. people who get very yes. covetous about, and you know, there can be horrible competition between petitioners that you oh, stole my please. clients or. That yeah, I won the one said to me that person was my Facebook friend, and I thought, you know what, uh, Facebook belongs to everybody. You can't tell people who to follow and friend and not on Facebook. That's that's just so petty and crazy. But I've seen psychics mm-hmm. burn themselves out to the point where they had no clients because they couldn't yep. get out of that scarcity consciousness, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the way I look at it is I just say, okay, I'm ready for all the abundance you want to give me as long as it's for my greatest good. And yep. I, I close my eyes and, you know, there's some opportunities that come my way and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that, but you gave it to me and I said, I'm ready. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yep, I feel like, the same yeah. way. Sometimes I'm like, what? I do this now? Okay. Because <laughs> spirit just keeps throwing gifts at you, right? You just keep getting new things. Yep. Yep. And, and you know, a lot of people say to me, oh, don't you ever stop? And I'm like, if I stop, I'm dead. Why? Why? It, it, this is about growth, and this is about learning, and this is about evolving. The more I continue learning and doing, the more I will also evolve and heal. Exactly. That is so true. Words were never spoken, my friend. That is absolutely <laughs> so true. We have to stay in that place. Um, mm-hmm. And it sounds like you are just so happy and secure and together in everything that you're doing. And I honestly am I'm, I'm so proud to have met you. And I'm looking forward to getting to know you more because I really like where you come from. And I like um, just the messages you convey from spirit and, and how you 
you use your gifts for the betterment of man and animals and the planet and everything. I, I just am, I'm, I'm a new fan. So I appreciate you being here with me. <laughs> Let's do this again soon. And where can people find you online? Uh, Glenda's magical creations.com. That's my website. They can go there. And, but I'm all over. I'm on TikTok. I'm Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Almost everywhere you could look at. So. Wonderful. And thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Definitely oh, a pleasure. Oh, it's absolutely and my Thank you so much. I'm sorry? Thank you. See me again. I would love it. Everybody, the wonderful Glenda Dawson, if you missed those links, uh, SheenaMetalSpiritual.com is where you find me, or you can find me everywhere on uh, social media at Sheena Metal. And then, of course, this show, HauntedPlayground.com liveparanormal.com, iheartradio.com, and all of our affiliates. Until I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always work to raise your vibration and the vibration, and most importantly, remember that you are loved and you are loved, and you are so loved by me, and I'll see you next time. I'm Sheena Metal. This is Haunted Playground. Thank you, Live Paranormal Radio Network. Thanks, Funda Dawson. I'll see you next time. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus